This is the Troll Patrol, live with Justin Freakin. What's up, guys? Did you do anything fun last night? Did I miss anything? Apparently something was going on last night. And uh, I wasn't awake for it. I've had this... um, I don't want to say I've been sick. I don't even I don't even know. I've just been tired. Run down, listless. I poop out at parties. Tip Scottish Parliament. That's not even the most interesting thing we're going to talk about tonight, though. You don't see you don't see Merkins uh in public very much. No, Warlord, I have I have video from inside a Walmart where a woman took one of the Walmart workers hostage. We got a good old-fashioned hostage situation. This story's got everything. Taking a woman hostage, workers' rights, cop death. Got all of it. I've got another video of a shootout between the cops and some dude. Apparently the dude nails one of the cops before before the cops kill him dead. Oh shit. Backing my microphone around. Crying for the cops. Don't do that. There's only one good kind of cop. a trip to the weed store is uh you know. oh yeah I can, I can get used to this weed store shit it got me a variety of different things View counts on tweets. I noticed that earlier. A lot of people saying uh, the bad thing because you can see all the people that uh, ignore your tweets and don't like them. I don't get any likes on my tweets anyway because I'm not very popular on Twitter and the fact that I keep getting banned on Twitter. This is like my seventh Twitter account, so it's relatively new. Relatively new. I haven't been on there very long, so not a lot of people are following me. Uh, not a lot of people uh, get to interact with me. I also don't spend a lot of time on Twitter. So, um, Tones, good evening. So I've been um, <laughs> I've been trolling this Fabian Liberty dude, who's like about the same size. Uh, Twitch streamer is me, right? I, I love this. So, uh, <laughs> I don't even know uh, why I decided to. I've, I've just been busting his balls. I was like, libertarian shouldn't be allowed near children. <laughs> he was like, you spelled socialist wrong. I was like, socialists don't harp about the age of consent constantly. So, um... He accused me of straw manning him. 
Only time anyone mentions Age of Consent and Libertarian streams is when a socialist shows up to straw man. Uh, I was like, funny you should say that. Here's me watching the Arizona Senate debate. <laughs> Just happened to have a video from October. <laughs> Just a couple months ago, of a libertarian uh, talking about the age of consent. Apparently, it's a straw man. Libertarians Today, never talk is about up it. For a vote, very little should be up for a vote. Like, for example, who should represent the good people of the state of Arizona? That should be up for a vote. What should the age of consent be? This is something that reasonable minds disagree on. That should be up for a vote. But oh my God, I knew it. <laughs> So, I just happened to have a video of me watching a libertarian say Age of Consent two months ago. But yet I was straw manning. And then they moved the goalpost to no cause is so noble it won't attract fudgeheads? Bugheads? Dude, that was a libertarian candidate in a Senate race. From two months, it's so prevalent that I just happened to have a video from two months ago. And you're trying to say, well, oh, it was just some rando. Learn to feel embarrassment. But anyway, this, this, this ended up with Fabian here. Coming in because I am a streamer and he's trying to manufacture drama for attention. Thanks for the Christmas card. It was sweet. Though as I get larger on social media, probably should just text nice messages. Because like this isn't the first time I've trolled him. And he every time he never responds to anything I say. Never never any argument I say. Well, I just, you know, busted out talking about libertarians being creepers. Like, weird you keep accusing me of clout chasing. Uh, it could just be that I'm trolling you. I don't know about drama. I know the Twitch drama is very popular. Not that I wouldn't, not that I wouldn't argue with you uh, on stream, because I very much enjoy that. They always accuse me of having bots, and yeah, I do believe that I'm... I don't know if you could say bots, but a, a, a good portion of my follows on, on Twitch, Robbie, I don't know about a good portion, but probably five, 600 of them come from the hate raid that I got. So I don't know so much that they're bots, but it's like those, those motherfuckers from cozy TV came over and followed me. But like this motherfucker had to go and do some hardcore maths. You have more bot follows on Twitch. You have half my views, one-tenth of my follows on Twitter, despite being a leftist and streaming seven months longer. Despite being a leftist. I I hate to inform you, but, like, all Twitter does is promote right-wingers and whatever Elon Musk said. Play Travis and that Nick Adams dude that calls himself an alpha, that's all I ever see on Twitter anymore. You're acting like like fucking Twitter puts leftists on the front page just because they're leftists. Could have mentioned YouTube, where you're six times larger from the decade you've been pumping out content. Good luck. I haven't actually been pumping out content for a decade. I've been pumping out content for about two years. 
A decade ago, I put my student films on YouTube. But, like, I love how, like, they've always got to do some maths and justify it. And, like, oh, you have bot followers. I get that a lot. No, 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 no. I will I will own up to the the followers I got from the hate raid. I don't know if you'd call those bots. But the but the close to seven thousand people that follow me on YouTube, most of those came from my bubble guppies video. Recognize. Here's your meme of the day. We're awaiting the announcement any time now that um, Snoop Dogg would be taking over as CEO of Twitter. T-Dizzle, coming soon to an app store near you. Tones, you are um, correct. We, we have a bomb cyclone hitting the country, going to provide freezing temperatures to much of the continental United States. We're going to talk about that tonight. Everyone, please stay warm. Fortunately for me, I like I went out today and it, it felt nice. I went out in a t-shirt. Uh, it would seem that that's not going to be the case very much longer. This is not going to feel nice out there very much longer, but we'll get into that weather at the end of the show. Before we get to the weather, we're going to talk about things like um, Candace Owens defending the Confederate flag. I've got a uh, couple of Canadian public health officials singing you a little COVID song. Do you guys like Hacksaw Jim Duggan? If you are a wrestling fan, you should know who Hacksaw Jim Duggan is. He uh, defended himself from a home intruder. Went on with Tucky Boy Carlson. Describe what happened. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know. Um, I don't know if this story is newsworthy, but I want. I, I put it on the list because a man was arrested for stealing a school bus. He's got a smile from ear to ear in his mugshot. So all I saw was the headline, man arrested for stealing school bus, smiling from ear to ear in his mugshot. And I'm like, I want to find out what the story is on this one. I'm going to tell you about this wild ass hostage situation in Richmond, Virginia. A woman went into a Walmart, held worker hostage. She dead now. She dead. I've got video from inside the Walmart. Scottish Parliament passed a bill affirming gender gender recognition reform bill. I. I'm going to show you this picture. I've debated on whether I show the other picture without the without the face on it. She has a merkin on. Like she, there like there's no nudity. However, it it's tiptoeing on the terms of sort uh, it's tiptoeing on the terms of service. I posted I posted the uh picture without the 
horrified smiley? Is that what you would call it? Horrified emote? It's in the Discord if you really want to see it. Protester in the public gallery of the Scottish Parliament as the vote on the controversial gender recognition reform bill was taking place. Oh, yeah. I think she had a I think she had a Merkin on. I'm a super tolerant liberal. Thank you for being a freaking follower. I love how right wingers will always I call them a dumb fuck and they'll be like, oh how tolerant of you. I yeah, we're tolerant of people and, and shit they can't help. I judge people by, you know, whether they're intelligent when they speak or not. Not about their skin color or whether they're gay, straight, intersex. I mean, I am a comedian. I do things like tell you that I'm, I want to piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. Give me that eye pussy, sir. Oh, up yours, woke moralist. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. What does Dan Crenshaw glows in the dark even mean? Piss is an incandescent motherfucker. Ida, good evening. Tones, good evening. Who else is in here? Simp. Simp. I love you so much. So glad to see you, Warlord. All you fine people. So glad to have you here. I don't like this woman. As many people pointed out on Twitter, and like, look at this chick. Look at her horrified face. She looks like she's somebody official that she works for the parliament or maybe she's an MP or something and she's like, whoa. This was a woman protesting the gender recognition bill. By flashing her coochie. Well, as many people on Twitter pointed out, they're always accusing the trans community of wanting to be inappropriate in public. This woman decides to protest this this bill by flashing her coochie. Now, as I said, you can see the unedited picture. I threw it in the Discord. She has a merkin on. Perhaps you don't know what a Merkin is. That would be a pubic toupee. <laughs> I, I I have debated on on whether I can show this actual pic, the real picture or not. Maybe like real fast. Maybe I show it real fast to you. Like what is that? You don't get to you don't get to come in here and drop links. Nobody gives a shit what you think. 
it is not nudity. But would Twitch, YouTube, and any kind of auto mod see it that way? Real fast, real fast. Ah, shit, I could. What in the hell? What in the hell? I fucked it up. Ban him. Right wingers are fucking morons. I'm an idiot. We got a real live one, but hey, even if you get banned, um, you can call in if you want to. But I mean, if you start dropping slurs, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hang up on you. I wonder what it was. Was he linking me to some stupid ass like YouTube video joke that wouldn't be funny? Meme. Logan the Sour Diesel. Well, the name was supposed to be some kind of a joke on us, right? I guess their point is that they were going to do something to get banned almost immediately and be like, see, they're so super tolerant. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. People have zero self-awareness. I wish you could learn to feel embarrassment. You would save the rest of us so much time. Learn to feel embarrassed. Sorry for not showing up for the joint session of Congress last night. I told you I was going to take a nap when we got finished with the... Uh, the... Biden press conference with Zelensky would have been about 530. I was like, yeah, I'm going to take a nap. I had every intention on waking up a couple hours later and doing another stream. I think I woke up at like four or five in the morning. I was out like a light. I don't know what has been wrong with me these Gonna try to make it through tonight. See what happens, right? Not high enough for this shit. When I woke up, I was feeling good. Even thought about like, ooh, it's a Thursday. I'm feeling myself. Perhaps I'll uh, even drop in on producer Dave tonight and try to catch some fire by nine. 
at this point in time, I feel like I'm going to go to sleep right after this. Again. We'll see. I'm thinking it's probably going to be sleep. But before that, we got to find out what that news be doing. We're going to talk about Trump's taxes. We're going to talk about an assault rifle that was found after a domestic violence report that was just covered in, in Trump propaganda. Ooh, this one's an interesting story. Do you remember we, we talked about the congressman-elect from New York who said he worked from Goldman? Who said he worked for Goldman Sachs? And Goldman Sachs said they they had no uh, history of the guy. I think he lied about his uh, schooling as well. He lied about some other things. So he ran as as an openly gay Republican. Apparently, he ain't gay. Now, it's possible you could be married to a woman and still be gay. Totally 100% possible. Happens all the time. This dude apparently divorced his wife for announcing his candidacy. Also, he said that his family fled the Holocaust. The genealogy says that ain't true. This dude's just, uh, he's got all kinds of uh, stories he can't keep up with. January 6th committee has released a transcript of testimony by one of Trump's top aides. Seems kind of explosive. Journey's guitarist has put one of his former bandmates on notice. Apparently that bandmate was spotted giving a performance of Don't Stop Believing at Mar-a-Lago. And uh, the lead guitarist for Journey, uh, he ain't too happy about it. Plus we're going to talk about the reaction to Vladimir Zelensky's appearance in front of the joint session of Congress last night, which I slept through. All that and more tonight on the Troll Patrol Live. I so I don't know if the dude is is Jewish. Perhaps he's Jewish and his genealogy says that he wasn't in Germany or Poland at the time. I don't know. We'll we'll get the we'll get the whole story here. Yeah, uh, you thought Herschel Walker was a compulsive liar. This dude. Did he just see, like, Republicans will buy anything? Yes, he lied about being gay. Tadpole. What'd that snooze be doing? (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That's fucking funny. I do not want your cock to freeze, Ida. You live in sexual anarchy? Cocks. Cocks. The Senate passing the omnibus spending bill earlier today. With Congress coming down to the wire to keep government open, there were questions today about whether the $1.7 trillion spending bill would be derailed in the Senate. 
Well, it cleared that chamber earlier today. And 18 Republicans? House of Representatives, where a vote is expected tomorrow. John Bresnahan is a veteran Capitol Hill reporter. He's been following the drama. He's the co-founder of the Political News Daily. Get tea ready. He's going to tell us about the drama. John Bresnahan, welcome back to the news hour. So how much suspense was there really over this bill? There wasn't a lot of suspense, though. You know, in the final outcome, it was going to pass. The question was when it was going to pass. This is a $1.7 trillion piece of legislation. It's 4,100 4, 4, pages long. Nobody's actually read the whole thing. It's it's tremendously intricate. It's in... So yeah, Warlord brought that up earlier, saying that the Senate hadn't read it, but like, they're the ones who put it together. Like that's, that's what the committees do, is they break down like the individual pieces of the legislation. They work it out in the committees and it goes to the full Senate for a vote. Of course they don't read these. It's a massive piece of legislation. In legislative language, so you can't follow it completely. Probably not not all 100 helped, I would say. You know, reading a book. I mean, possibly though. You can read easily. So, it there was there was some doubt about timing. The final outcome was not in doubt. It was a question were they going to get it Senator done? Mike this Lee week? didn't seem oh, like he was much of a help. Were they going to get it done next week? That was the real question here. And a lot of uh, members of Congress in the Senate do want to go home uh, for Christmas, no doubt about it. So, John, just remind us, I mean, we've touched on this, but just remind us, what are the main things that are paid for uh, in this bill as it as it moves over now to the House? This is a this is a again, this is a huge piece of legislation. There's eight hundred and fifty eight billion dollars for this year for FY twenty twenty three for the Pentagon and other national security security agencies. More than Biden asked for eight hundred billion dollars in domestic spending. So this covers the entire government. Uh, there's as as you mentioned in your lead in, there's forty five billion dollars in additional aid for Ukraine in, in military and economic aid for Ukraine. In- Which, as I'm uh, understanding it, Zelensky said, was still not enough. I believe I read the story that no matter what had been proposed, Zelensky was going to say it wasn't enough. NATO allies in the region as they deal with the Russian attack in Ukraine, the Russian war in Ukraine. Uh, there's $40 billion dollars in additional funding economic aid for here in the United States, disaster aid for fires, droughts, uh, hurricanes. So when that goes across the country, so this legislation literally touches every American and it will, it impacts every American and it will impact uh, millions of, of uh, folks overseas as well. What if- you said it was going to touch every American. That sounds a little sexual. You live in sexual anarchy. About uh, in terms of the the politics of this, which is of course always uh, going to play a role. Did one party or another come away with more of what it wanted than the other? You know, you have to say Republicans. In this case, they had a very strong position. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell wanted a big defense increase, and Republicans and they pushed for it. There were a lot of Democrats who wanted that as well. They worry about Ukraine, they worry about Taiwan, they worry about the rise of China as a military superpower. 
Uh, but there was a 10% increase in military spending. Kind of bringing out the nil you know, diamond. Even a higher rate than the higher than the rate of inflation. There was an increase in domestic spending of uh, just over 5%, but that's less than the rate of inflation. So in a, in a real sense, there was a cut or a, a semi-cut in real dollars in domestic spending. What Republicans wanted to do the last couple of years is the Democrats have insisted if we raise defense spending, we're going to raise spending for. Uh, Scott defense. Comet does not consent. Republicans said, we no, do, we're not going we to do to that anymore. For we're our not going to go friends. along with that. They had some leverage here. They used it. And so Republicans came away with a lot of victories in this No one bill. should be forced but to be again, touched. This, there, there's lots of money in there for domestic priorities that the Democrats wanted. For instance, there's $700 million for the Violence Against Women Act. That's a huge impact for Democrats. They wanted more money for the National Labor Relations Board. They got $25 million more. So there's money in there for Democratic priorities. But I have to say, overall, Republicans did very well on, during these uh, uh, the later part of these negotiations. And John, what were just some of the big ticket items that did not make it in? Well, there was, there was a number of issues. One was, you know, for instance, uh, uh, Afghan Adjustment Act. This was an issue for uh, helping uh, Afghans who assisted the United States during the war. That was something. Dude, and the news out of Afghanistan was, is not good. Uh, there was a lot of debate over that. Democrats had also pushed for an extension of the child tax credit, the enhanced child tax credit, which had to happen, which was implemented during the pandemic. They wanted to extend this. This was not. Republicans blocked this. So there was a lot of stuff that was left on, you know, that was left on the cutting room floor here. One thing that did last time they instituted it, it cut child poverty in half before was Electoral College Reform Act. And this is a reform in, in the role of the vice president in certifying the Electoral College victory. It was very important to senators and members in both parties that we don't have a repeat of what happened in 2020, what led to the January 6th insurrection. And this legislation, once it's enacted, will help stop that. And, and John, just quickly remind us, for those, those of us who don't follow every nuance of what happens in Congress, Democrats now have a majority in both houses, but you're saying they were not able to work their will on everything they, they wanted here. No, and they're historically small majorities. Democrats have a two-seat majority in the House, 435 House members. They only have a two-seat majority, and it's a 50-50 Senate. It's been a 50-50 Senate the whole time. This is the longest period in American history. And they needed 10 Republicans in the Senate. Senate. So they're a, they, it's actually a tribute to Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. What they've gotten done uh, with centrist, Demo, uh, centrist Republicans and, and moderate Democrats, they've been able to pass some significant legislation, but historically small, narrow margins here. And it's a tribute to the President Biden and the White House. They, I mean, they... They achieved a lot in this Congress. And I briefly talked to Senator uh, Chuck Schumer today, uh, and he was ecstatic of what they've done over the last uh, 24 months. And he just was really uh, over the over the moon about what he's getting done. And he's able to send his members home having passed this legislation today. And then it goes, of course, to the over House. Over the moon. Tomorrow where it is expected to pass. Is that right? Yes or no? Yes, yes, ma'am, it is. It's going it may actually slide later tonight. There was thought they could get it done tonight. There's some technical correct uh, technical problems they right. have to deal with. Just putting the legislation together, it could slide in tomorrow night, but it's going to pass. Well, we know you're going to be up all night or a day or whatever hour it is following all of this. John Bresnahan, thank you very much.
What is that his specialty? He reports on on budgetary issues. Fox News, big mad, big mad over the senators who joined with uh, the Democrats to advance the omnibus bill. So anytime Fox is trying to cope, you know I want to watch it. At these Republican senators who voted to advance this omnibus bill yesterday, uh, Mitch McConnell said he was I think the word was proud. No, gross. Gross is what they've shoved into this omnibus spending bill. Richard Shelby is getting a so long goodbye party that's costing the American people more than $600 million in earmarks. That's just some of the pork shoved into this thing in the name of Republicans, in the name of red states. It's shameful, and it's shameful that I. This is so weird to me, because when they when they say pork, what they're talking about is like spending for shit in 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 districts. So like you fucking funding for bridges or to rename a highway or all kinds of different shit is covered by that. So when they're getting upset, they're just getting upset over representatives bringing money back to their district. Yeah, she her voice is very grating. In the name of red states, it's shameful. And it's shameful that they're doing it in a lame duck Congress. And when the Republicans have taken over the House, we've never seen this happen before. Uh, don't forget no, the eleven absolutely- billion dollars to the FBI as they collude with media against the American mm-hmm. people. Well, and not to mention you have additional funding, twelve additional billion dollars going to the IRS after the- I don't know who that other woman was. American people. Well, and not to mention you have additional funding, twelve additional billion dollars going to the IRS after they just hired eighty-seven thousand IRS agents. Mm-hmm. Of course, we have this debacle on a new ten ninety-nine system of transactions of six hundred dollars or more via Venmo or other PayPal type apps. This I, is I've got friends that are all upset about that, and I'm like, if you're in my tax bracket. You don't have to worry about it or it's even a good thing for you like me where PayPal Venmo is now going to be sending me a 1099 I like this is a good thing I I do not understand why people are all upset about this 200 million dollars for gender studies uh, in Pakistan this is insane and you're right gender studies in Pakistan? Well, you, do you think maybe a country that has oppressive regimes might need to have gender studies funded? I don't know. Fox weren't the only people that were upset about it, though. Oh my god, I'm a super tolerant liberal. Had to whisper to me. Yeah, I, there was not a chance in hell that I was going to play that video that he pulled up. Like, why are these, why are these dumb fuck right wingers like that? I just, I don't get it. 
does the n-word really amuse you that much i think maybe that like i was stupid enough to pull up the video and play it that's, that's why i have links turned off that's why i don't play just randos links Here's Donald Trump on the spending bill. Mitch McConnell, who is an absolute disaster, by the way, must. Mitch McConnell, one of the most skillful politicians in the history of the country. You can definitely think he's evil, that he's not good, that he's been a detriment to the country, but there's, there's no way in hell that you can accuse him of being anything but effective. Seriously, the mastermind behind, like, everything the Republicans have done in the last 25 years has been Mitch McConnell. And they hate him because of Trump. It's wild. Mitch McConnell, who is an absolute disaster, by the way, must not be allowed to waste this golden opportunity. He's more of a Democrat than a Republican. What he's doing to this party is incredible, and what he... Mitch McConnell, lifelong Republican. Donald Trump, Democrat, until like a decade ago. Cowboy Medic, good evening. Trump saying that McConnell is more of a Democrat is just hilarious to me. These people have zero self-awareness, and I don't know why my screen went black. It's, it's telling me, like, Justin, you need to just go lay down. Screw the rest of the show. Just go lay down. I'm not going to do it, though. I'm going to work through it. Ungrateful international welfare queen. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Don Jr. lead GOP attacks on Zelensky's D.C. visit. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, a Republican from Georgia, criticized Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky and apparently didn't applaud for him last night, as if I care whether you stand and applaud for him or not. But the the liberal types have, have been all over the Republicans who didn't stand for him. MTG uh, criticized Zelensky's trip, calling him a shadow president. And his country, the 51st state. They also uh, have been bitching about the fact that he wore a sweatshirt. An olive-colored sweatshirt to the White House and not a suit. Linsky announced early on Wednesday that he would be making his first overseas trip to Washington since Russia began its invasion of Ukraine 300 days ago. Uh this was before he met with uh, the, the president. He met with President Joe Biden to discuss Ukraine's request for a Patriot missile defense battery. What'd you got? Uh, Green tweeted out, Of course, the shadow president has to come to Congress and explain why he needs billions of Americans' taxpayer dollars for the 51st state. Donald Trump Jr. also took to Twitter to complain about Zelensky's visit to the White House. Uh, Zelensky is basically an ungrateful international welfare queen. K. 
cowboy medic. What are you, uh, huh? <laughs> what are we talking about? You're calling me babe. Babe. You live in sexual anarchy? You live in sexual anarchy? Tell you two people who don't live in sexual anarchy, at least they, they don't look like it from this kiss. I like that the person that posted it said, I have to see it, so so now you have to see it too. Here is Vladimir Zelensky handing a Ukrainian flag. Curious sir, I she did come in here earlier. If she is in here, she's asleep somewhere because she has not been bouncing. It's a very good question because I looked before I started the stream, held the door open, and I'm like, did she go out? Possible she's up here cuddled up with uh, Socks or Smokey. As I said, she hasn't been bouncing around. I, I would expect she would have attacked my foot by now if she was in here. Oh, hold on a second. Because I'm thinking she's not, but she was in here earlier. I have a kitten. Was indeed asleep. She found her a spot to go to sleep. Your baby. I think she has renamed her baby. Baby. She is an adorable little kitten. And she she's getting sweeter. There for a little while she was feisty and she's just always like clawing and biting. But now she's getting to where like the other day she was hugged up in my arm and just kind of and she purrs a lot. He's a very loud purr. The baby is absolutely adorable. Fuzzy Simba, good evening. All right, now where were we? I was getting ready to show you some horrifying footage. I'm sorry that I have to do this to you, so content warning. Here is Vladimir Zelensky and Nancy Pelosi kissing. <laughs> I didn't know the music was on there. You want more, don't you? That is one of the most awkward things I've ever seen in my life. It Wow, it looked like Zelensky went for the lips. Paul Pelosi is a cow. 
Oh, softball, good evening. This is just one of the most awkward things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, God. Well, I'm glad somebody found that arousing. Not even the January Sixers were that bold. Oh, God. So, I'm sorry I missed that last night. I'm sorry I missed that. I made mention earlier of Matt Gates, uh, um, Marjorie Taylor Green. I think Bobert didn't stand. There was there were a few of them. Jim Jordan actually urged his far right colleagues to stand for Zelensky, and uh, his colleague refused. This is Representative Andrew Clyde. On Wednesday, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky delivered a historic address to Congress, thanking the United States for its commitment to defending his country against Russian aggression while urging members to commit even more to the effort and assuring them it is in the two countries' shared interest to do so. Ben Shapiro had an incredibly poignant tweet where he pointed out nuance of the whole Zelensky thing. Wow. So I will give props to Shapiro on that one. Very rare you're going to hear me say that. Many members of Congress and both parties were moved by his plea. One who was not, however, was Representative Andrew Clyde. According to Leanne Caldwell of the Washington Post, Representative Jim Jordan urged Clyde to stand for applause during one round softball. Thank you for the for the sub, resub, sub. Joining in. Welcome. According to Leanne Caldwell, the Washington Post, Representative Jim Jordan urged Clyde to stand for applause during one round of ovation for Zelensky, to which Clyde mouthed, I will not, I will not. This is a seeming shift for Clyde, who became infamous last year after his remark that the January 6th insurrectionists just looked like a normal tourist visit. Earlier this year, Clyde released a statement saying, We pray for the Ukrainian people's safety and for their resolve, and America stands with the people of Ukraine. Freedom from oppression is a right for every solitary person on earth, and anyone who undermines that right must be held accountable. However, as the Ukraine war has progressed, Republicans have become increasingly divided over support for military and humanitarian aid. Oh, I would have... Cookies would have been awesome. However, there is Christmas crack in there. I can totally go get some of that. I have a donut from earlier that I never finished. It was very rich. It's a very rich donut. I never finished. It was some kind of cookie thing. Uh, what kind of crack are you talking about there, Tones? You live in sexual anarchy? Oh, I think you're actually talking about the the Christmas treat. 
Or you could blood pressure. You could be talking about like actual crack, you know, uh, like like the kind that Mike Lindell does. I was on crack. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Jolly, right, right. I'm sorry. I didn't know this. I didn't know this was Morning Joe. I didn't know I was doing this to you. Come on, man. I didn't know it until I put the put the link into the into the Google machine. I'm totally anti-war. I mean, I wouldn't call me a total pacifist, but um, I mean, I made this video on here. This and this is also. I need you guys to check me on this one. I need you guys to check me on this because. After after checking out Twitter today, the things I said on yesterday's string were a lot like what the right wing were saying. But I think I'm right on this. Welcome to everybody. I will I will once again Backdrop preview what you can expect to hear from Zelensky during this uh, press conference and then joint session later on tonight. Give me money, money me, money now, me a money. Needing a lot now. You know, I saw the stock market was up today. You want to take Basic a look and see what uh, Lockheed Martin's doing? People. Lockheed Martin up. Boeing stock is up. Way up. Way up today. Halliburton stock. Up. How'd I know that? Raytheon stock is up. Clinically. Kind of weird. Kind of, kind of weird. All these, uh, all these companies are up today. General Dynamics Corporation. thus far. Ukraine up uh, three and a quarter points. Key. Key. Northrop, Ukraine. actually 3.35. That is not three and a quarter. Up nine points. Three and a third. Perhaps I meant three and a third. I, would you consider that anti-war? But what I was saying was very similar to what some right-wingers are saying. So I always want to put myself in check. Exactly. I was quoting General Smedley Butler when I said war is a racket under that thing. Yes. Easily. Good call. I think I've read that uh, essay a couple of times here on this stream. But always, um, when I find myself agreeing with right-wingers, I always got to kind of put myself in check. Like, these people are never right about anything, so could I possibly be wrong? I don't think I am. However, seeing the right freak out today on Twitter kind of made me go, huh. And I think some right-wingers like my video as well. Like I'm watching you guys. I'm definitely anti-war. Not meaning that I'm a total pacifist, though. Nuance, nuance to everything. Uh, content warning. Here's some Morning Joe. Let's talk about Trump's tax returns. Six-year battle to keep his record shielded from the same scrutiny that every president has faced since the 1970s. House Democrats have voted to publicly release former President Donald Trump's tax returns. Members of the House Ways and Means Committee cast their votes along party lines last night following a four-hour closed-door. 
I'm just like it's the holidays. I'm kind of you know I'm I'm pulling an audible. Fuck Morning Joe. Fuck fucked Trump's tax return. Cares about who cares about that when we could be watching this? Let's talk about freebase and cocaine. You might not be able to tell it now. There was a time in my life when I was down so low, my mosquitoes were back. I lost my job, four wheel drive. I even got thrown out of my truck. All because of one thing: free basing cocaine. That's What's the? This has got music under it. Yeah, as a remix. I don't want a remix. I want the. I want the original. Hit me with the original on this one. Rehab guy is the name of it. Patty, you might not be able to tell it now, but there's a time in my life when I was down so low, a mosquito wouldn't even bite me. I lost my job, my four-wheel drive. I even got thrown out of my trailer. All because of one thing, free basing cocaine. That's all my life was, was basing, nothing else. I was on that last lap with that checkered flag about to weigh me on into hell, but I got lucky. I got in a rehab program down there at Redstone Arsenal, down there in Alabama, and with them people helping me, well, that smoky white devil is no longer a part of my life. And I could proudly say that today, I do not freebase cocaine. Now, I'll take a drink now. I will take a drink, but I do not freebase cocaine. But, you know, I'll, I'll take a drink, and I might even smoke a little reef. You know, I, I like to smoke reefer. You know, it relaxes me and everything. A couple of doobies, you know, just to get you through the day and everything. But as far as basing goes, I don't... Yeah, he ain't high enough for this shit. Now, I'll do some toot now. Don't get me... I will do some toot, you know. You know, if you pardon and everything, somebody comes up and give it to you. It's impolite not to take it to her. So me and my girlfriend, Sally, we, you know, we party, man. I'll tell you what... Danny, good evening. You know, I I will do some two. We do, you know, on a good weekend there. We call a bunch of friends over. We do about an eight ball or two there, but we don't base. I do not free base cocaine. We'll make that clear. I don't do it. Well, I tell you what, that drinking now, I would not. I was on crack. I tell you what, I got wild and everything. My girlfriend Sally, I I beat up on Sally, and you know when I done that, it it hurt me a, a lot more than it does her when I'm beating the hell out of her. Killer now. I, and I don't do any basing. I do not free base. That's two things I don't do. I'm no longer part of my life. But I tell you what, I, I will. At tequila, I admit, I do drink it about twice a year. You know, I I drink some tequila. And of course, when I do drink it, Sally, you better look out because you know I'm gonna go upside that head now. Well, the first time I saw this, I thought it was real, but like, I, like this is some kind of comedy skit. I don't know what it's from though. I read that somewhere. So I, I do that speed, get back up again. Of course, he got to get ready the next day and going all day long, partying and things. But far yeah, as yeah. I don't totally. do that. I will not for everybody's cocaine. I don't touch it. Uh, unless it's my birthday, something, man, a special occasion. I'll yeah. get out there passing and I'll base. I want free everybody's cocaine if I'm, if I'm uh, behind the wheel of a car. I won't do it. If I'm dying in the car, I won't do Poor it. Poor Lord, I don't even know where it comes yeah. from. You know, you stopped in traffic. You know he's going to bear a while. Ain't nothing on radio. I, rehab guy is his name. Um, Shane Caldwell is the rehab guy. 
That's all the that's all the info we have on it. Tones breaking down the chemical compounds. I don't know. I don't know. This is it was Mika, and I didn't really want to watch Mika. And to be honest with you, I don't really want to talk about Trump's taxes either. Uh, he was at the he was at the Redstone Arsenal. At the Redstone Arsenal. Easily, you asked something about the mRNA. So I don't even know what the right wingers are on about. They've been. Um, I hadn't seen anything about some study. I'd saw that they were. Saying that the FDA admitted uh, that heart attacks had increased by 70%. That's totally not true. Oh, simp. Raining eyes. We're, yeah, we're going to get to, like, weather is going to be a huge story, and we, we've got coverage of that coming up. Plus, all kinds of crazy fucking uh, cop video. I've got video of a hostage situation in a Walmart in Richmond. We've got body cam footage of a shootout uh, that took place, I believe, in California. A death row inmate who was freed after 25 years was shot dead while he was attending a funeral. Plus, I got this story of a man who has been arrested for stealing a school bus. All I know is that he stole a school bus and he had a smile from ear to ear in his mugshot. So I've got to get the deets on that one. Oh, and we're going to talk about that uh, Republican who ran as an openly gay Republican said that his family fled from the Holocaust. Apparently, neither of those things are true. He ain't gay, and his family didn't flee the Holocaust. It was on top of all the other lies he told. All that and more on the other side of the break here on the Troll Patrol Live. We live in turbulent times. The media is full of deception, conspiracy theories, and fake news. Now, more than ever, it is important to ensure you're getting information from a source that's freaking reliable. I'm Justin Mullins, and this is the Freakin' News. Get a breaking or interesting story with a humorous twist in about a minute, weekdays, 8 a.m. Eastern, on YouTube, BitChute, Odyssey, and more.
Well, easily. Allow me to show you the problem with, uh, like, you're coming in here and you're, you're, you're like, oh, but what about this? Allow me to show you. I, I googled the phrase that you, you put in. First result is the Gateway Pundit, which is a propaganda website. So here they say a stunning preprint study. That is your first indication. This is nothing you need to be concerned about. It is a preprint. It is not a study. That means it hasn't been peer-reviewed yet. People haven't looked into it yet. So therefore, it is not any type of data point uh, that would be valuable to us right now. Let's see what it actually says. The results among... 51,000 employees. 41% had a previous documented episode of COVID-19. Blah, blah, blah. Risk of COVID-19 increased with time since the most recent prior COVID-19 episode and with the number of vaccine doses previously received. The bivalent COVID-19 vaccine given to working-age adults afforded modest protection against COVID-19, while the virus strains dominant in the community were those represented in the vaccine. Uh, Among the Cleveland Clinic employees, the bivalent COVID-19 vaccine booster was 30% effective in preventing infection during the same time when the virus strains dominant in the community were represented in the vaccine. That doesn't that doesn't say that at all. So the Gateway Pundit is saying mRNA vaccines increase the risk of contracting COVID. That's not what that study said. Also, it's a preprint. God damn. Right-wingers are morons. Where is it at? So, did you think you were saying something intelligent? Like, you just, you came in here to try to own me? And you just showed that you're stupid and fall for right-wing propaganda? Okay, first of all, it was a preprint. And second of all, I just read the conclusions to you. Doesn't say that. Didn't didn't say that at all. So, I mean, I 
I don't. It didn't. It didn't say what they. First of all, I can tell you uh, why it might seem that the workers at the clinic, which is possible that the workers in the clinic con contracted COVID after the after their boosters, is because they're in a clinic and they're around sick people, and as they received boosters, we dropped our other mitigation efforts. So it wouldn't be surprising that workers in a clinic have a higher exposure to COVID in order to be able to contract it. But like you guys, you're just wanting to own us and you think you're smart and you read something on the gateway pundit <laughs> and then like you run with it. I can't, I cannot stress this enough. Right-wingers are absolute fucking morons. The dumbest fucks walking the planet. If you fucks could learn to feel embarrassment, really, really appreciate that. Because maybe, maybe your dumb ass probably couldn't even pass like high school fucking chemistry has no idea what they're talking about and doesn't know how to to interpret data like this. My Stang. Thank you for being a freaking follower and uh, Tones, thank you for gifting them a sub. Tones, just, just making sure that I have a Merry Christmas. You know who's not having a Merry Christmas, though? The lead guitarist of Journey. Oh, somebody hit the weed. Tone's still handing out the subs. Man, I love you so much. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. This is the fifth day to all of you celebrating the Hanukkah. We're so close to that goal of 69 subs. And yes, I did indeed set it to 69. <laughs> because why not? Because I'm, I'm fucking juvenile, that's why. Journey's lead guitarist puts bandmate on notice over Trump event performance. Lawyers for Journey's Neil Sean are sending a cease and desist letter to one of his bandmates for performing the group's hit, Don't Stop Believing in an Event for Foreign President Trump. Attorneys for lead guitarist, guitarist Sean, who founded the band in 1972, recently sent the letter to fellow musician Jonathan Kane. Tone, fucking, Tones, I fucking love you. Kane was seen in a video posted on social media, which you know we're going to watch. God damn, dude. Oh, fuck Lenny. Fucking Lenny, I love you guys so much. Fuck. Curious her, you just got handed a gift sub. God damn, we're gonna make it to that 69 before Christmas. 
this was an event at Mar-a-Lago. Thank you, Lenny. I love you. Man, they're doing it badly, too. Music slander. Easily, the fuck are you talking? A pandemic of the vaccinated. What a stupid fucking statement. Can you guys please learn to feel embarrassment? Fuck, clinically making it rain. I love you guys. Such a fantastic community I've I've developed here. Not because you're giving me money. Just because you guys are so generous. Motherfuckers. Who did that? Was that Warlord? Fuck you. I'm sorry. I'm in. I'm in a good mood. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cuss out the no profanity. Who did it though? A hype train just started. Wow. I have I hit a hype train before. This is awesome. Of course it was Warlord. Of course it was Warlord. I love you too, Warlord. I was talking about you when I went out with my buddy earlier. Oh. I I guess I gotta, since we're on the hype train now, I gotta pull out the, uh, Tone's finally giving himself a sub, or did Lenny uh, hit you with the gift sub? Warlord gifted the sub to Tone's. Fucking A. Yeah, I gotta reset the clock. <clears throat> Buddy, the clot shot. Uh, my God, are you stupid? And no, no, COVID produces more blood clot. Well, it was fantastic having you here, Softball. Uh, what movie are you watching with the wife? You don't even notice me cussing. <laughs> I don't either. That's why I put the uh, alarm so somebody could alert me that I dropped an F-bomb. And, okay, so that, this, is the, this is the hard thing, is uh, say... Say I was to get an offer to go back to terrestrial radio. I have been um, just openly cussing and saying just the most lewd things for so long now. Would I be able to? 
Warlord making it rain. Oh. Oh. Fucking thank you guys. But if I if I were to go back to terrestrial radio, would I be able to censor myself again? Exactly to go back to regular radio rules. Now, I mean, I did it for eight years, but now after having just no filter for so long, would I be able to do it? Yeah, we got a hype train. I wanted to call it a, a MF and hype train, but I'm under a no profanity. I'm under a profanity embargo. Since we're on the hype train, though, I'm going to have to make sure we're doing some good stories and people that might pop in. We realize we do some uh, Jenkins getting the sub over here. Who threw that one out? Sky Comet giving out the, the gift sub. Man. I can't thank you guys enough. Been a wild year. I don't want to have to go back to terrestrial radio. I like doing this. I like doing this. I don't want to go back to to, to real broadcasting. Maybe I'll try to get on with Vice. I'm going to make a reel of the Troll Patrol like Vice. Hire me. Come on. Bring the Troll Patrol to a bigger platform. Need to hype train a moat. I will definitely smoke to that. Great roasting of Vox. I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. You shared that video. That sounds vaguely familiar. gonna skip ahead I don't even want to do that let's do the uh, let's do the representative we covered this story Monday Tuesday earlier in the week this guy said he worked for Goldman Sachs Goldman Sachs said uh, they had no record of his employment I believe he lied about where he went to school I don't remember the name of the college He apparently said that his family fled the Holocaust. But we're finding out that's not true. Ah, this is CNN. It might not play. I run into this from time to time that CNN uh, doesn't play on my browser. We're very much not pro-CNN around here anyway. 
See, this is this is why I just wanted to to uh, toss everything out and do the rehab guy from L. Just watch him on loop for the rest of the show. I can I can throw out some programming notes though. Do remember tomorrow night special guest Krampus. Special guest co-host will be Krampus tomorrow night for your uh, Christmas special for the Friday Night Freak Show. Saturday night, we're going to do a special Troll Patrol. Sunday night, Twitch only, we're going to be watching uh, old Christmas specials. Including the first time I've ever gotten to watch Captain and Tennille's Christmas special with Don Knotts. Yeah, we're doing that. Look, uh, as I always joke, I'm Jew-ish. <laughs> Throughout his campaign, Republican Congressman-elect George Santos would refer to himself as half-Jewish or a Latino Jew, often telling his grandparents' story, how he says they survived the Holocaust as Ukrainian Jewish refugees and converted to Catholicism, changing their surname to survive. Here's how Santos explained it just last month in an interview with the Jewish News Syndicate. I'm very proud of my, my grandparents' story, my grandfather fleeing uh, Ukraine, fleeing Stalin's persecution, going to, to Belgium, finding refuge there, marrying my grandmother, then fleeing Hitler, going to, to, to Brazil. That's- Whoa, that's a doozy right there. That's even... That's, there's even more to it than just the fleeing of the Holocaust. That, wow. It's a story of, of, of perseverance. It's a story that may not be true. His misrepresentation. <laughs> His grandpa lived in sexual anarchy. You live in sexual anarchy? To, to Brazil. That's a story of, of, of perseverance. It's a story that may not be true. His misrepresentation. Want to hear the whole thing again? Yeah, that's first reported by last month. So he had to, you know, had to get some red scare propaganda in there. So he fled from Stalin first. In an interview with the Jewish News Syndicate. I'm very proud of my my grandparents' story. My grandfather fleeing uh, Ukraine, fleeing Stalin's persecution, going to to Belgium, finding refuge there. Marrying my grandmother, then fleeing Hitler, going to 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 Brazil. That's a story of 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 perseverance. It's a story that may not be true. His misrepresentations of his family history, first reported by the Jewish publication The Forward, and his story contradicted by numerous sources reviewed by CNN's K-File, records from the Holocaust Museum, and the International Center on Nazi Persecution, which keeps records on Jewish refugees, show no mention of Santos's grandparents. One genealogist who helped research Santos's family tree at CNN's request said there's no sign of Jewish and or Ukrainian heritage and no indication of name changes along the way. I'm so proud to be able to keep our family going forward and showing that not only did we survive, but now I'm able to go advocate and fight for other Jewish people. Santos has not responded to CNN. He's even Jewish. Family history and discrepancies with his resume and biography. People are perplexed. They're asking me, how could somebody possibly tell this scale of lies and get elected? 
Among the seeming misrepresentations, first detailed by the New York Times and confirmed by CNN, Santos's biography has at times claimed he earned degrees in finance and economics from Baruch College and New York University. CNN found he also said in at least two separate interviews he received an MBA from NYU. Today I stand very proud with the bachelor's and master's degree, all New York educated, Baruch College and NYU for my MBA. A spokesman for NYU telling CNN something different. The university records do not reflect anyone with that name having attended NYU. While a spokesperson for Baruch College could not find anyone with his name or birthday ever attending the school. The record of his work history also murky. His campaign bio mentions stints at Citigroup and Goldman Sachs. Neither Citigroup nor Goldman Sachs have any records of his employment. <laughs> Santos listed on his 2022 financial disclosure a salary of $750,000 and claimed he made the same amount last year. Income, he says he earned from the DeVolder organization, which he says is his family's firm. A search showed the firm which was doesn't exist. The state temporarily deemed it inactive for failure to required annual reports. CNN found Santos filed the required report Tuesday. Santos's attorney said Santos represents the kind of progress that the left is so threatened by a gay Latino immigrant and Republican who won a Biden district in overwhelming fashion. So, yeah, let's let's tackle that claim of him being gay, shall we? <laughs> This is what the left is scared of. And like. What? The openly gay rep elect George Santos didn't disclose his divorce with a woman. Now, it's possible you can be gay and be married to a woman. There are all kinds of situations where this happens. But I mean, given what we know about this guy already... Republican Congressman-elect George Santos is under new scrutiny after a New York Times report earlier this week uncovered a string of apparent outright fabrications at the heart of some of the most fundamental facts of his life. But the backstory may also be notable for what Santos did not include, a publicly undisclosed marriage. Santos, who claims, to, who claims he has never experienced discrimination in the Republican Party. Broke barriers this year when he became the first openly gay, non-incumbent GOP candidate elected to Congress. But according to court records obtained by the Daily Beast, Santos appears to be the subject of a previously unacknowledged September 2019 divorce with a woman in Queens County, New York. The divorce, which Santos has not disclosed publicly, adds new uncertainty to his already shaky biographical and political claims. I am openly gay have never had any issue with my sexual identity in the past decade, and I can tell you and assure you I will always be an advocate for LGBTQ folks, Santos told the USA Today in October, responding to criticism about his support for Florida's so-called Don't Say Gay Bill. Fuck, 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 fuck.
Easily, dude. What what is your deal? Like nobody blindly trusts pharmaceutical companies. As a matter of fact, I don't even think pharmaceutical companies should exist. So it's weird that you come in here like making wild accusations. You look stupid. Why are right wingers such morons? Guys, baffle me. Speaking of, of lying sacks of shit. Secret report about a CEO's sexual misconduct was just made public by Congress. Zia Christie, the politically connected Washington entrepreneur, sued an ex-employee who he says lied to the Judiciary Committee. But an old arbitration report tells another story. This dude is a lying sack of shit. Last week, after Zia Krishni fired a defamation lawsuit against the woman whose wrenching congressional testimony about alleged sexual abuse cost Krishni his job as CEO of the unicorn AI firm Affinity Krishni, explained himself by saying that at this stage I have nothing to lose. He may have spoken too soon. On Saturday, a day after this column reported on the formerly high-flying Washington business figure's unusual legal move against an ex-employee who testified under oath, the House Judiciary Committee entered a sharply critical 2019 arbitration tribunal ruling about Christie's workplace behavior into the congressional record, instantaneously turning the heretofore secret report into a publicly available document. The release quietly added to the record of an unrelated hearing on a late December weekend afternoon. It amounts to a tidy Washington procedural way of saying, don't mess with our witness. As it happens, the document appears utterly devastating for Christie, a man who not long ago operated from an office a block from the White House and was able to attract politics and government A-listers from former British uh, Prime Minister David Cameron, former French Prime Minister Francophilone, I fucked his name up. Former U.S. Joint Chiefs of Staff, Chairman Michael Mullen. Though Christie's federal lawsuit alleges that former Infinity staffer Tatiana Spottiswood had weaponized a consensual love affair by deliberately lying and misleading Congress under oath, the report by independent arbiter Ronald J. Ronald G. Birch reached the opposite conclusion declaring that Christie, now 51, had repeatedly sexually harassed an employee half his age, groped her in front of colleagues, insulted her for rejecting advances, brutally beaten her during a business trip sexual encounter, and lied about it. What a piece of shit. Speaking of pieces of shit, let's go to Scottish Parliament where we're going to have to talk about protesters. I do not believe the video shows the most notable protester. Scottish Parliament took up a gender recognition reform bill. 
You are seeing a picture on the screen of a crazy lady who apparently watched a Matt Walsh documentary <laughs> and thought that flashing her private parts was a way to protest. Controversial gender reforms passed by MSPS. The result of the vote on motion 7312 in the name of Shona Robison is yes 86, no 39. There were no abstentions. The motion is therefore agreed and the Gender Recognition Reform Scotland Bill is passed. You're here. The bill was designed to make it easier for trans people to gain a gender recognition certificate known as a GRC. He's nuts. Welcome. I think she's wearing a Merkin. I don't think that's her bush. I think she has a pubic wig on. I hope she has a pubic wig on. So apparently it was uh, the longest debate in the history of Scottish Parliament. It removes requirements for a diagnosis of gender dysphoria, lowers the minimum age for applicants from 18 to 16. A drop in time, applicants are required to live in their required gender from two years to... really fast from two years to three months six for under 17 yes pubic wigs are a thing they're called merkins campaigns in favor of the bill say a move to make trans people's lives easier is long overdue and what it does is it simply makes the process easier for trans people to obtain uh, a gender recognition certificate uh, and therefore change our birth certificates. Um, Speaking of Merkin, good evening, Merkin. That never happens. What predatory man is going to dress up like a woman to go into a women's restroom or some shit? It makes no sense. I'm sorry for Ida. I am so sorry to inform you of that. I am a huge fan of Maynard James Keenan from Tool, and that is the reason why I know what a Merkin is. <laughs> Easily. I One, I don't know why you're so obsessed with, like, I, I humored you, right? And and I, I looked up the thing that you, you were talking about, because I like confronting right-wing nonsense head-on. And I will tell you that uh, I do believe our public health institutions did an incredibly poor job and our government of 
setting expectations properly for the vaccine. Because then people like you show up and it's like, oh, it doesn't stop you from getting COVID. No, it, no one ever thought it would stop you from getting COVID. That's not how vaccines work. So I'm I'm happy to uh I'm happy to have a conversation with you. But I don't think you're acting in good faith. I think you're an idiot that's just coming in here and repeating right wing nonsense. If you are genuine and you want to have a conversation with me, I will show you the the evidence. Just like I did earlier with your with your first claim, but like we're we're done with that now. We, we cover the news here. Going on to uh, some wild video. Got wild video ahead. Glad you guys uh, stuck through all of this because now you get now you get the fun stuff. I I say fun stuff, but this is, this is insane. Content warning. A hostage situation inside a Richland Walmart ends when the officer fatally shoots the suspect. That's right, Aaron. This is a very traumatic incident for everyone that was involved. Now, we're not sure how many people were inside the Walmart at the time of the hostage situation, but I can only imagine just because Christmas is only a few days away that a lot of people were inside doing some last minute Christmas shopping. Now, we do have more information about this shooting, MBI releasing a statement regarding the incident saying that one person. I think I was mistaken earlier and I said Richmond, it was Richland. Another person hostage was shot and killed by a Richland officer. No one else was injured. Now, this was initially. Like, this is so wild. He's calling himself a pure blood. Like, they literally adopt Nazi terminology. It's insane by Richland police via their social media saying that there was an incident at the Walmart involving a, a weapon. The scene is secure. We're told this incident happened around 5.45 p.m. Our crew spotted the Rankin County coroner arrive on scene later in the evening. We spoke to one witness describing that scary moment walking into Walmart for Christmas shopping just before being told to leave immediately. Barely got in, people were running out and people were screaming, get out to me and my cousin. So of course we ran out and it was just horrifying. And then we heard the gunshot. And uh, of course there's 15 police cars here. I just counted them. And it, it's just terrifying. At this time, we do not have any more information about what led to the shooting, but again, no one else was injured. Now, today we're hoping to get some more information about what led to this shooting, as well as the name of the person who was killed. And we also don't know if Walmart will be open today. However, I am starting to see employees show up to work, so we are going to get in contact with them. I haven't been able to so far this morning. So here's what I got for you. I got the video from inside the Walmart. Once again, this this is insane. Content warning. 
condition he he's saying the COVID vaccine gives you AIDS which is stupid and also like we're watching this insane video here and you're still talking about stupid shit this was uh, last night at a Walmart in Richland this lady is holding a Walmart worker hostage. You can see the look of horror on the Walmart worker's face. No, she don't get paid enough for that bullshit. She has a gun in her other hand. She has a gun in her right hand. I don't know what is in her left hand. Hey. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. Won't you let her go then, please? Hey, no. You're not doing that, crooked cop. Me? You're doing that. Give me a newspaper down here right now. All y'all need to give me a motherfucking newspaper. Right fucking now. Please let her go. a news anchor. Justin can't help himself. Video cuts off before we get to the horrific shooting. That young lady who... I don't know what what was going through her mind. Apparently she wanted to speak to somebody and get her message out. Damn, you had social media. You didn't have to go into Walmart and hold somebody hostage in order to, like, fucking put some drama on the internet. Fucking people eat drama up. If you if you needed to drop spill some tea on your baby's daddy or something, you put that shit on Instagram and everybody will see it, I promise you. Juicy enough, I'll play it on my stream. That poor worker though. Just her. As far as I know, that was just her. Hayes Mager, good evening. Also, Joey, I don't think I told you good evening. 
Fuzzy Zimba, I think I hit you up and told you good evening earlier, but if I didn't, good evening, my friend. I'm so glad to see you. That's that's not the only insane video I have for you tonight. La Habra police officers exchanged gunfire in front of the police station. So we have a man with a gun going into the police station and the cops confronting him. This audio will probably kick on here in a second. Obsessed with these cars? Uh, no. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, they'll get you in a second, okay? All right. Whoa! <laughs> no! <laughs> no, he's fucking shot. Okay, so he just took several shots to the chest and then he pulled out his phone. Was he gonna tweet about it? Uh, no. Okay, all right, yeah. Well, they'll get you in a second, okay? All right. Okay, hey, 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 hey! Why were they so concerned with the car? He pulled his gun and then dropped it. Were you gonna call 911? Where you hit? Where you hit? On the chest. You're okay. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Apparently, this happened on August 6, 2021. I've got an officer down. We need help. This was just released the other day. Videos from a surveillance camera located to the front of La Harbor Police Department. Captures the events leading up to the officer-involved shooting. But, I mean, we, we heard him talk to the dude. I'm, you think he was going into the police station to shoot them? Now this this very well could be just, you know, an act of gang violence. Wow. So it's it's like it's the female officer that like headshotted him right there. Usually cops aren't that good of a shot. Following is a portion of the video reviewed as part of the officer involved shooting investigation. Officer Fox's body worn camera was not activated until after the officer involved shooting occurred. The following videos from Officer Fox's body worn camera capturing the events after. Didn't look like he was shot multiple times. He have a vest on. It just stung a little. Aim 
God, I missed. I'm not repeating that. Suspect, drop the gun! You already killed him. Suspect, drop the gun or I'll shoot you again! Drop the gun or I will shoot you again! Damn, I'm pretty sure you put drop one like right between his eyes. Suspect, drop the video was blurred, but it looked like you headshotted him. Mad props for the headshot, right? I don't think he's actually, well, I mean, like, I, I think his vest stopped them. And I don't want to discount, like, like bulletproof vests aren't, like, uh, foolproof. It's still going to hurt you get shot. They developed a tactical plan and placed the uh, suspect in handcuffs. They arrived on the scene and found he had succumbed to his injury, showing no signs of life. They put a dead body into handcuffs. Get more great ABC7 content by clicking the subscribe button. I'm sorry, Skycom, but I have a morbid curiosity about this shit. Sometimes we're doing stuff for criminal justice purposes, and sometimes we're doing it just because Justin fucking likes cop videos I watch a shit ton of them this one this one is truly disturbing and I'm gonna have to hit the content warning again this is this is sad I they they blurred it out I should be good on TOS Philadelphia father of six who spent 25 years on death row was shot dead while attending a funeral just 22 months after he was exonerated and acquitted of six murders and before getting a multi-million dollar payout. This poor dude. Christopher Williams, 62, spent 25 years on death row. He was killed on Friday. Williams was released from state prison in February of 2021, but shot at a funeral. He was working as a carpenter and filed a lawsuit seeking damages from the city. The father of six was attending the funeral of an inmate friend when he was shot. Poor dude. Williams was convicted of six murders, including one triple murder in 1989, but freed almost 30 years in after almost 30 years in prison. And his final murder charge was tossed because of evidence of prosecutorial, uh, prosecutorial misconduct. Williams was part of a funeral procession for formerly incarcerated friend Tyree Little in Philadelphia. Stepped out of his car on the 3000 block of Lee, uh, Lehigh Avenue at around 2.20 p.m. He was shot once in the head. Police uh, have yet to arrest anyone for the murder and it is not clear why Williams was a target. I mean, that's probably the most likely scenario that it was some prison bullshit that followed him outside. It could be, it could be, 
remember, he was exonerated on prosecutorial misconduct. It could have been somebody from the from the gangs that we know of, you know, known as cops. We should spit in his face. Agreed. Spit right in God's face. Unless God can allow me to piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. If if there's a God up there, if, if there's a Jesus, Jesus, you let me piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole and I will convert. I will drop to my knees. I will sing the praises. I will be in the church pew every Sunday. You let me piss in Dan Grinshaw's open aisle. <laughs> that would prove to me that there is indeed a God. Okay, I don't, I don't see. This is one of these uh, exploitative uh, stories that I don't know if there's any news purpose for me doing this or not. All I know is the headline and the mugshot. Headline, man arrested for stealing a school bus. The mugshot says he's very happy about what he did. <laughs> so, you can't tell me that given... This is, this is the info that I went into this with. You can't tell me that me showing you this doesn't make you go, Hmm, we want to hear what happened here. Was the bus full of kids? <laughs> this is Matthew Hupel. The Pennsylvania County Sheriff's Office has arrested a man after he allegedly stole a county school bus. Deputies were... What was up with the way she said allegedly? On their way to Spring Hurt Road after a call about a suspicious person when Matthew Wade Hupel drove off with the unoccupied bus this morning. It was about 7 o'clock in the morning when deputies stopped the bus and arrested Hupel without incident. He was just out for a joyride. There was no kids on the bus. He wasn't trying to diddle anybody. He just saw a bus and he wanted to have some fun. <laughs> As, de as deputies were on their way to the area, the caller said the man got into the school bus and drove away. Deputies were able to find the bus about 20 minutes later with Hoople inside. Hoople stopped the bus and was taken into custody. Charged with one count of grand larceny and one count of driving a motor, mo a motor vehicle after forfeiture of his life. He didn't have a license. Also, I do believe that's a that's a what a class class B vehicle. It requires an extra license. You can't just use your regular license. Uh, I I wish there was more details to this. I want to know what happened. He he was so proud of himself though. I mean, look at that mugshot. Oh, <laughs> sure 
user has been putting together a kitchen set that that she got her granddaughter for Christmas, and let me like it looked like a pain in the ass. Like I like I I thought about telling her like you know let, like let me help you or let me take over, but like. It, if I went in there and helped, I'd just be getting in the way. Like, it's, it's one person needs to organize everything and go through and put it together. That sort of, like, it It looked like it was worse than anything from fucking Ikea. Hands down. So let me, I offered her this screwdriver. Let me go take her this screwdriver. I was just I was just letting them know. What are you telling me to shut the fuck up for? I assume it's going to be a really nice kitchen playset, but like it, it did look like a pain in the ass. <laughs> His mugshot cracking me up over here. I, I'm going to like, I've only got a couple of stories left. We're coming up on a commercial break, but I'm pretty sure like all of you are subbed now. Thank you. Tones, Lenny warlord giving out the subs. So I don't think we have to worry about anything. So let's talk about wrestling. Do I have any wrestling fans in the audience? <laughs> Unfortunately, we had to watch Tucker Carlson to get our wrestling content. Vince will not be coming back. I know Vince has has stated that he made the wrong decision. That he should just wait it out and that he's going to try to make a comeback. Vince is not coming back. There is going to be no more Vince McMahon. That's not who we're talking about right now. We're talking about Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hacksaw Jim Duggan had a home invader break into his house. It sounds like it's a bit of a tragic story. Lady B, good evening. It sounds like the dude was having some troubles. And he's lucky as fuck that he ran into Hacksaw's house. If you watch pro wrestling, you know Jim Duggan. He is a legend. He won the first ever Royal Rumble. Is Tucker a wrestling fan? Also, you don't necessarily know who Jim Duggan is because Jim Duggan hasn't been relevant in 20 fucking years, Tucker. 25, probably. Nothing against you, Jim. I was a big fan. Ho! But it's been a while since you've been in, in anywhere near a, a relevant wrestling ring. In WWE history back in 1988. So you watch one. Dig around for Jim Duggan, Curiouser. Is he really tough? I mean, it's kind of an act. Of course right? he is. He really like? Well, now we know. Earlier this month, Duggan was with his wife at home in the country in South Carolina. They heard a man banging on the door. 
But the man burst inside. Also, Duggan was one of the ones to have a reputation as a real tough guy, I'm pretty sure. So Duggan grabbed the man and threw him back out on the porch and then got his 44 Magnum and waited until police arrived. Kind of an amazing story. An American defending his home on his own without federal assistance. Axel <laughs> still looking good. To go through what happened. Jim, I appreciate your coming on, Jim. Thank you. Okay, so fair enough. The average Fox viewer is like 70. They'd remember Hacksaw. Yeah, Tucker, thank you. My pleasure to be here. Yeah, but pretty much, you know, we live out in the country. We're on a dirt road. I've got about 10 acres. Everything is fenced in. we got a big gate. So we leave the door open. Most of them down to let the dogs and the cats in. Oh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. So I'm sitting there watching TV. All of a sudden, the pounding on the door. I jump up. As I get to the door, the doors burst open. This guy falls in because there's a step to get into my house. He falls in. And I switch back to the old time days. I'm like, ah! I grab him. I throw him out on the front porch, you know, and I, I say, spread eagle, spread eagle on the porch. And I reach in, and, and of all the guns to have. Hagsaw told the, the would-be robber to spread eagle on the porch. You live in sexual anarchy. Look, this is the most fun Hacksaw's had in 25 years. My God, he was into this. I have inside, I use it to scare off the coyotes and foxes from my, my ducks and chickens. There's a 44 Magnum. I got the 44 Magnum. It's a pretty intimidating gun. And I got him down on the ground at Spread Eagle. And he's screaming, help me, help me. They're trying to kill me. So now I'm thinking, well, this is not a home invasion because I, I first checked the back door to make sure nobody else was coming in. That was my first impression. It was a home invasion. Yeah. So I saw nobody else come in and I pushed him down. He's screaming. Other guys are it coming. It apparently did, Joey. You can hear people out on the dirt road yelling, we're going to get you. So I had my wife turn off all the Christmas lights, you know, where I'm backlit. I'm holding them down. I got my gun. I said, nobody knows we're up here. Just be quiet. And my wife, God bless, she's on the phone with 911, almost in hysterics. Her, her uh, blood pressure was way up, and she said, send the fire department, send the ambulance, send everybody. Well, there, there's the arrest report. Shore County Sheriff's Department, they were great, they responded. But I tell you what, Tucker, as quick as it happened, it wasn't quick enough. People aren't happy to see a cop until you need one, buddy. And I'm That's standing totally there right. on the porch with a gun in my hand. Two I, this, this makes me sad, but I should have known, like... He's an all-American wrestling character. He was Southern wrestler. Should have known he would be excited to be on Tucker Carlson. Men out there yelling. I don't know who they are. I don't know if they have guns of what this guy brought to my house. So I'm waiting for the police. I'm waiting. When I first saw those blue lights, I was a happy man. He must have been a little surprised that he <laughs> broke into your house of all people's house. Did you ever get the backstory? Who was this guy and who were the other people? Well, it comes to find out on our, our dirt road, there's only like five or six houses. The guy had a restraining order against him for a young girl at the end of the house or end of the road, excuse me. He broke into their house. Well, I can tell you this. I would I would watch a hell of a lot more Greg Gutfeld if instead of Tyrus, they had Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I am pro Hacksaw Jim Duggan being on Gutfeld as one of the panelists. Broke into your house of all people's house. Did you ever get the backstory? Who was this guy and who were the other people? Well, it comes to find out on our, our dirt road, there's only like five or six houses. The guy had a restraining order against him for a young girl at the end of the house or end of the road, excuse me. He broke into their house. I guess it was her brother and uncle. I don't know what the combination was. But two men had pistols. They pistol whipped him. 
chased him down the road. Every house he went to, he pounded on the door, help, let me in. Nobody let him in till he got to my house, our house. He climbed over the, the fence. He lost his shoes, broke into the house. I Thank goodness, Tucker, I didn't have a gun when he first came through. Because I, I thought he was a, an invasion. He first named Koo. I went back to wrestling mode. Ah! I got him. I threw him out of the house, you know. And then, then I grabbed that big uh, 44 Magnum. <laughs> what are the odds of stumbling into the home of, like, a legendary pro wrestler? Well, he was looking for help, but he was violating a restraining order. Apparently, the, the family of this girl had a restraining order out on him. And he had violated the restraining order down the road. And when he broke into that house, they beat the fuck out of him. And he was running from them and ran to Hacksaw's house. Small little town in South Carolina, too, you know. Uh, that's one thing with wrestling. You can live anywhere as long as you're near a major airport. So I use the Charlotte airport. And we, we love living out in the country. We got a, the girls call it my hobby farm. I got ducks and chickens, dogs and cats. Oh. And so to have someone even make it to the door was a shock. But to have somebody break through the door was a whole different deal. So for, for viewers who aren't professional wrestlers, no history of it, <laughs> which is most, um, what would you recommend if someone breaks into your house? Well, uh, first thing, you know, that's that fight or flight uh, mode you go into. I think some people, which would be the right decision, maybe go to a safe room, maybe run to another house, go to a neighbor. My first instinct was to attack. Uh, you got to do what you feel is properly right. I think Tugger is wanting him to say something about getting a gun. Call the cops. Call the police, man. Because I tell you, Tucker, my heart was pounding through my shirt. I got this guy spread-eagled. I hear people yelling on this dark road. Uh, it was a terrifying ordeal. Spread-eagle. You live in sexual It probably energy. wasn't that long. But all of a sudden, you see those blue lights flicker, and it was like the cavalry was coming. Amazing. Amazing. And weirdly amusing and great. Jim Duggan, thank you so much for that story. Appreciate it. Well, you know, Tucker, I'm old school wrestling before I go, and you might want to do one with me. Oh, he's going to do it. Tough guy. Ho! <laughs> USA! USA! I can't pull it off, but I love it. No, you can't, Tucker. No, I'm, I'm going to do it in private when no one's watching. Jim Duggan, say hi to your dogs for us. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Well, that was fun. <laughs> and we, we got the we got the Jim Duggan catchphrase. I don't want to do Candace Owens. I'm I'm trimming the fat as we go along here. I don't want to do Candace Owens. Poor Lord, I did get your news bloopers. We we are gonna watch them before the end of the year. I'm still I'm still deciding what we're gonna do for New Year's. Easily, you still here? Huh? What? Eighty-eight. We got our eyes on you. I might have, I might have told you this before. You could just be an unfortunate person that was born in the year nineteen eighty-eight, and you put that on your on your screen name. But usually, that's a, that's a dog whistle. Just saying. 
Oh, what? Easily, if you're still here, I want to play a video for you just because I feel like this would trigger you. I didn't need, I, if I had thought about it, I would have played it earlier. Well, kids, I'm just doing my yearly call to the North Pole for Santa's holiday health check. <laughs> Why, hello, Dr. Tam. Mrs. Claus, so good to see you again. Where did Santa go? Oh, Santa was late for snow yoga with the elves and reindeer. He says it's great cross-training for sleigh driving. Or good evening. Sounds fun. Are you all set for the holiday season? Of course. I, I must say, Dr. Tam, it just warms my heart to see everyone in Canada, especially kids, working so hard to keep the holidays safe and cheerful for all. So am I, Mrs. Claus. Every child in Canada has definitely earned a place on the nice list. Their parents and cats... I do want... I want to point out... Oh, Lady B, come on, this is wholesome, because this is geared towards kids. I want to point out that right-wingers have been losing their mind over this video. Caregivers, too. It's been a tough season with lots of viruses making people sick. Thankfully, Santa and I are feeling as healthy as ever. We are both up to date with our vaccinations, including COVID boosters and flu shots. That's so good to hear. I always tell Santa to make a list and check it twice. One. I'm not Canadian, so I have uh, no clue how, how well she has handled the Wear pandemic. In crowded indoor places and make sure it fits nice and snug. Three. Wash your hands to the tune of jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. See, all these are, are fantastic, uh, fantastic pieces of advice. You can be sure to stay at home if you're feeling sick. And if you're gathering indoors with other people or elves, open a door or a window for a few minutes at a time to let in some fresh air. The more items you check off the list, the more protected you are. Yes, you can think of it like decorating a tree. You need tinsel, lights, ornaments, and a star on top. The tree is at its best when all the decorations are up and nicely layered. Thanks, Mrs. Claus. Happy holidays, everyone. Nothing wrong with that video at all, but right-wingers have lost their goddamn minds over it. Do I have it bookmarked from a right-winger? Some of the shit that I have bookmarked, I swear. <laughs> so, something that we didn't get into tonight was the fact that uh, Josh Hawley says it's time to quit porn. Why didn't I, though? Why didn't I? Why didn't I pick that one out? You think that'd totally be up my alley, right? Yes, here we go. Zuby. Zuby talking about this video from Dr. Tam. These are the type of public health experts in quotes. I get called a conspiracy theorist for not knowing, for not following or nor trusting. You are a conspiracy theorist. You go on to cite myocarditis, which I don't want to call it a conspiracy theory because it is a real thing. 
But what you were referring to, an increased risk of myocarditis after having the vaccine, is a conspiracy theory. Oh, I know Zuby's a cunt. He's got me blocked on fucking everything. Oh my god, Clot Shot is trending. That's why he was saying that earlier. These stupid fucks. All right, let's do some weather, and then we're going to get our our cat video, and we'll get out of here. I have to bring up the weather, because apparently, you know, uh, we've got a major storm coming through. Chad has been uh, talking about it the entire time. Ice, snow, and incredibly uh, cold temperatures. For most of the continental U.S. All righty, good Thursday, everyone. Fox 35 Storm Team Chief Meteorologist Jamie King in the Fox 35 Storm Center for you here on the YouTube platform. Want to keep you ahead of this approaching storm here that is wreaking havoc on the northern U.S. right now, man. Come on down, take a look at our Fox 35 Come Storm on down. radar. As we see it now, just uh, here about 11:15 this Thursday morning. Quite a mix of weather now along the Atlantic side of the nation. A lot of heavy snow. We got that rain snow line there, a little sleet, and then pure rain heading down uh, into the coastal area of uh, North Carolina, Outer Banks, Nags Head, and the like. And then we so this was as of this morning. In Central Florida. But the big doozy this morning has been what's happening now over the upper Midwest. And while it isn't a tremendous amount of snow, the moisture content uh, is not all that high. It's more of kind of a light powdery type of fluffy type snow. So well, that's cool. Two, three, four inches on the ground. Once the wind starts blowing, boy, that creates some white out conditions. And we're seeing a, a lot of these reports coming in now. Green Bay to Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Down Boygan. Illinois, Chicago, Illinois, Kankakee down the Springfield. Wasn't that where um, Oklahoma John Candy was heading in planes, trains, and automobiles? Tails off this morning. It is cold down there. Those winds. Where do, you, where do I show them to you now? The winds that are entering Oklahoma and North Texas now. Wow, mighty north flow. Taking a look a little closer now towards Scranton and Hazleton, Harrisburg, and through Pennsylvania. Even Pittsburgh's had some snow showers this morning, and on back down again across the coastal Carolinas, and that'll connect the dots here in Florida. We've had this kind of draw of moisture, and we're getting some um, reflectivity, some lightning strikes here. So there may be a, a couple showers, even a few stronger lightning storms that enter the West Central Peninsula with due time, as in uh, maybe mid-late afternoon to the evening. We'll be here tracking for you in the Fox 35 Storm Center. All right. Our cam of the moment, Manitowoc, Wisconsin. I've been watching this all morning long. Manitowoc. You can see or not, but the snowflakes, boy, they are flying. And we had a little bit of an ice jam. Wasn't that the place where uh, the dude that they did the Netflix documentary on that was developing as the temperatures take? Was guilty, but he was innocent. Stem camera networks. I love to show the radar and pair it up with the images you see here. All of our live. But probably guilty. What's happening? The radar very telltale. Might have been innocent. Meanwhile, back here in Central. Florida, we look all right. We're kind of winning right now. Our temperature is well We're above winning. We're now uh, out at the port of the launch credit union can. We've had a few waves of rain. We've had some low clouds. But that was that was the city where that dude was at, right? Shipping container uh, boats there, but uh, otherwise things are pretty quiet as we or see. like now. he was convicted of killing a woman and, and then they freed him. Later today. And so he really he really was innocent of that one, but then he probably killed the other 
Wonder Woman. Here in <laughs> James Avery, that was it. Big time blizzard and then he had the he had the nephew that just wanted to get out in time for WrestleMania. Stinking ice box here as we get John into Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No, this is what we came for. Crashing down. Here's a look at those winds now. Northerly wind flow, and that is projecting mighty cold temperatures uh, out in the Austin area now. Houston, Texas, Dallas, Fort Worth. Everyone seeing a substantial drop. They'll likely be under. Wait, are those temperatures? One or two p.m. local time. There, their wind chills will be sub zero for sure. Oh, was that with wind chill? Okay, okay, okay. I was about to say like they. Okay, wind. Shoo. <laughs> I was like, there's no way it's going to be three in Orlando. For worth everyone seeing a substantial drop. They'll likely be under freezing by the time we get to 1 or 2 p.m. local time. Their, their wind chills will be sub-zero for sure as that wind cranks on up. Temperatures 40 and now. As we see it just after 11 a.m., Billings to Minneapolis to Denver, sub-zero there. Chicago just right on the fringe. St. Louis in the mix now. Minneapolis at negative nine. 23. Oh, my God. You get the general drift here, right, with the strong northerly winds and that drop in temps. Wind chill amazing. Four above Dallas, 53 at Houston. Again, proof in the pudding for you. 48 below zero now out at Billings and Denver, Colorado at 38 below. Man, it has been some time since We've seen such aggressive drops in temps. Powerful storm cranking across the connected states. Want to give you a look at the forecast here. For Does somebody the have the uh, I am debate emote? Here's a look at 5 o'clock today. Overtaking Texas, getting into the Gulf South. Tennessee, look at Memphis dropping down. Yikes, to about 10 above later tonight at 10 o'clock. Meanwhile, still winning. Thank you, Sam. But that'll end soon. As Why does he keep pulling the, the Trump? In here as we get you on into Friday. By Friday evening, our temperatures are really going to start. We're coming in here criticizing the mods. The panhandle. It's Warlord's fault. Still hanging on by a thread. Miami at 75 by 9 tomorrow morning. Pretty warm down in the southern peninsula. Darn close to 80. And then the numbers come on down. We'll bottom out as we get you on. Wow. To the low and mid-30s here. So it looks like freeze warnings are going to be likely here in the central peninsula. Certainly northern Florida. And then Saturday. At 5 p.m., looks like we'll continue to see our temperatures coming up. But heck, 46 in Orlando. That's pretty cool. Now, if I'm not mistaken, we are going to bounce back next week and it's going to be unseasonably warm. And get you up in the Saturday night, early Sunday, Christmas morning. Temperatures are down. I think the modeling, this is the GFS model, maybe struggling a little bit with the actual uh, drop in temperatures, how low they'll ultimately go. But it does look like, again, we will realize. No one fucks with Lady B. Peninsula outlying spots away from Orlando Metro, certainly uh, likely in the mid and upper 20s. So uh, we need you to take precautions for that. Taking a look at your Saturday uh, morning, uh, this is a look at the freeze watches. All these areas likely seeing an upgrade. This is for hard freeze. This is what I call just a plain old ordinary freeze, right? With temperatures at freezing or slightly just a plain freeze span of about maybe two to four hours. This is going to lock in a little bit more solid, lower temperatures for a span of several hours. That's what we call a hard freeze there in north central Florida and our western counties as well. Christmas Eve morning for you. Wow. Forecast lows 20s and low freezing in most of Florida. Hey man, sweet weather for you on Saturday morning. We're going to have some bright sunshine, but Boy, it is going to be cold and that wind gusty. Cold and sunny. Chills down at 15 at Gainesville, 19 Ocala. We're in the widespread 20s, Orlando Metro on out to the coastal area. So, I mean, really no one except nobody. So, it's like, is, is a bomb cyclone just a thing we're going to have to deal with every year now?
strong. Feels like temps again at 10 to as high as 17 degrees there, but this is for the general area for the wind chill advice. I feel like I looked it up and what caused Saturday, Christmas this and like it, it, it's air that dips down lower and lower. Coming on up. So for Christmas Eve afternoon, solid 40s. Boy, it's been a while. Monsoon balls. Temperatures from Lakeland over to Titusville. Melbourne just there in the low 50s. Good evening, Monsoon. Uh, if we get their type scenario right, we're going to have a sustained northwesterly wind flow and that cold air just pumping on in. If I remember correctly, it's like morning for you. there's air that goes around the pole. The 20s and widespread 30s. And, and because of the heating of the oceans, it dips Christmas lower and lower each year. And now that's why like we, we have bomb cyclones out in Gainesville. So remember, if I remember correctly, because I feel like I looked this up last year. Maybe check on them, elderly. Because, like, I don't remember nearby. a bomb cyclone hand. hitting uh, us before. He doesn't look happy now, does he? He's not. And I've uh, got pipes, pools, and plants. Maybe drip the pipes, insulate them. Bomb cyclone. Towel around your outside hose bibs just for, for safekeeping. Uh, Get you some hose bibs. Honestly, I never run my pool heater. I just keep the flow going through the pump system uh, just in case. But unlikely you really have any issues with the pool. And then our plants bring them in. Maybe cover them up if they're out in the garden. I know my very special palm tree. Well, as I understand it, the bomb cyclone is like a weather, like it's the, the air pattern. Now, when do we come up and out of this? That's the question. Here's my seven-day forecast. It includes just some token rain opportunities for about the next 12 hours. And then the front sweeps through. So this, is, this is Florida, so this is not indicative of what it's going to feel like in the rest of the country. Hey, you but the, the bomb cyclone is like an air pattern, right? And then, like, depending on the moisture in the air is whether you're going to get uh, accumulation of any kind of snow. Or ice. Ice is also a big problem. With the bomb cyclone. Now, I'm going to show you a video of a cat. And he's trying to make himself a problem. Little baby just wants attention, but, like, he's being a dick about it. He's being a dick about it. Costing pretty much everyone who walks by. Lady, don't try to swat the cat. Cat just wanted to play. <laughs> but it is like, it's bordering on assault. I like that it's, it, it'll hide from you too. Well, I think Lady B, I believe it was meant to be a double entendre. Because, you know, around here, we live in sexual anarchy. You live in sexual anarchy? <laughs> See, he was nice to it, and it didn't give it, like, it, like, it totally didn't attack him. He didn't pet it though. He knew better. Spicy furball. Oh shit! It tried to steal from her. That's what I'm thinking. It just wants to play. But then again, he is hissing a lot. Like this is my area. Don't come towards me. <laughs> we kind of like Maynard acts like that, but I don't think he like. 
Spainer wouldn't go after everybody. He's so pretty, too. I I don't know that it's a he. I mean, the video is referring to him as a he. I would assume uh, females aren't that big of an asshole. Does it have to be a male cat to be an asshole like that? This is what the patriarchy gets you. <laughs> oh yeah, I look after Maynard, but that doesn't mean he's not an asshole. He's very much an asshole. But I love that cat. I love that. The, his assholishness is something that is endearing about him. I love this cat. I would totally take this cat in. Does he have a collar on? No. It was just the folds of his neck there. I kind of thought he had a collar on. If you are watching on Twitch, we're going to go hang out with Sue. Fucking the surf's on. Kind of late for lunch. Uh, Soup's playing video games. Let me send you somebody doing politics. Oh, hold on, hold on. What? What's producer Warlord sending me here? Do we have breaking news? UK government is actively considering blocking the gender recognition reform bill from becoming law. Uh, the Scottish secretary confirmed following the Scottish vote that the government would look closely at the legislation and block royal assent if necessary. Wow. Fucking deed. Uh, the UK. Well, if you've if you've tuned in for uh, Prime Minister's questions, last couple times we've done it. Um, the UK is really not about giving independence to to Scotland, Ireland. They ain't, they ain't down with uh, letting. Uh, Regions be uh, self-determining. Earth Island, indeed. You know, uh, never see them on. I'm a big fan. Oh, and that's why the surfs are on. Oh, Thought Slime is on with the surfs. Okay, we're going to raid Thought Slime. Unable to raid Thought Slime. Never mind. Ravana, we're going to... I brought up Ravana last night. Raid Ravana. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin. We'll see you tomorrow night. 
for the Friday Night Freak Show with special guest co-host Krampus. Krampus is going to be on with us tomorrow night. That's going to be a lot of fun.